Welcome to Backstage of Crossbows and Carnations. Welcome back, Pedalheads. We this week we're gonna have a backstage episode talking about LARP. Yeah! Shut up, Tom. Fuck. I just wanted to be the voice of the synth. <laughs> you just wanted to be the fucking Blake of the group? Yeah. Oh! Well, clearly Blake wasn't. It? Yeah, it was a little bit. Yeah. yeah well, no, you notice he, every time we talked about something, he was always like, well, I don't know if I like it that I like this obscure thing that nobody else liked. He also did not want to do a LARP episode yeah, I know. when Fuck we were him. doing it before. Yeah. Well, that's because he was never in LARP. Uh-huh. He didn't understand how fucking awesome I know he was too busy with football. He even said well, all his knee problems, motherfucker said, oh yeah, I'd probably be a dual wielder. Well, oh, that's right. Like, oh yeah. my god, no uh, you uh, wouldn't. Since we're going to talk about LARP, uh, there's going to be a lot of people who haven't gotten into LARP, if whoever's listening to this, that... You're gonna be like, oh, I want to dual wheel. Dual wheeling is so goddamn hard. Like, it, you have to practice at it, not yeah. just at LARP practice, but like on your own. There's only two people I knew that were good at dual wielding. That was Mikey and Matt. Yeah. And Matt was mostly Mark good at his dual wielding because he would run in and not give a fuck. Yeah, pretty much. He was fast as shit. Yeah. And could get those blades singing. So. And he wasn't the, afraid to roll through the ground to deal no, with it. Yeah. He was good at. He, he would power knee slide through that shit a lot. Yeah. But he was a lot younger than... Yeah, he was. He stopped doing that when he got about 25. He was like, yeah, well, I'm not yeah. doing that so much anymore. I was pretty good at dual wheeling. I mean, I don't have my feeling. I'm just staying right here. I never I'm saw you dual like wheel. You fucking use, like, two-hand katana. Yeah, and another No. He had his... Uh, it's not um, a Tonto. What is it? It's a... My Wakazashi. Yeah. Wakazashi, yeah. No, Tom did dual wield. Yeah. Quite a bit. Yeah, but that was okay. also built into his character. Yeah. And he did actual, like, samurai style with the two different sized swords, whereas <coughs> the rest of them would have two same size swords. Yeah. But I, I dual wielded every once in a while, and it was just like, oh, God, this is fucking hard. It was, Mostly I like it was having okay. a spear. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I converted yeah. to spear and shield. I, was, I think my best, my main two ways for me were fighting were sword and shield or spear and shield. Yeah. And I was pretty fucking good at them. I did, I did, I did sword and board. Mostly, but yeah. Anyway, okay. Hand and a half too. I did that a lot. All right. So for anybody who doesn't know, LARP stands for Live Action Role Play. And if you're listening to a podcast like this, you probably already know what it means. Surprisingly, no. I don't think a lot of really just a lot of people don't know that's what it's called. Yeah, there's there's two P's in LARP, and the second the second P stands for party. Live action role play party. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Because we like to party. We like to party. <laughs> we have a special guest that's going to pipe in every once in a while. John's wife, Katie. Hello. Yeah, I think that picked up. But anyways. Yeah. Um, so I got notes on like she the history. She said hello. <laughs> the history of LARP and shit, if you guys want to get into that. Or you just There's start. a history of LARP? There is a history Read of LARP. Read that real quick. It's actually very yeah, impressive. No, I'm After intrigued. that, though, in I think the, the best way to times. start. <laughs> how we all got into it, respectively. Because like, I know how me and you did. Yeah. But these two, I don't know about. Yeah, I don't know if Tom Pax are. Once again, LARP stands for Live Action Role Play. It is a game where players physically act out their characters in combat, interactions, or solving problems and puzzles. There are numerous types of LARP groups across the U.S., Canada, Europe, and Australia, each with their own theme and rule sets. The most common is a fantasy setting, but others are Wild West, Victorian era, post-apocalyptic, horror and gothic, and sci-fi. The first recorded history of LARP groups was in 1977. In Washington, D.C., by a group called Dagger Here. Stop looking at your watch, Tom. It's only a page and a half. 
A fantasy combat heavy group. In 1981, the International Fantasy Gaming Society formed rules based on Dungeons and Dragons. The Society for Interactive Literature, a predecessor to the Live Action Roleplay Association, formed in 1982. You guys should know the LARPA. Live Action Roleplay Association? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I thought so. Uh, they formed in 1982 as the first recorded theater-style LARP. Also in 1982, The Treasure Trap was the first recorded LARP group in the UK. 1983, the first recorded LARP group appeared in Australia called Traveler, and it was a sci-fi-based group. Uh, Germany began getting LARP groups in the early 1990s, and it spread like wildfire over there. Uh, it's so popular in Germany that since 2001, or I, as I, I should say, every year since 2001, there have been two major festivals uh, every year, and they host about 3,000 to 7,000 players each festival. I want to go. Damn. Have you guys never seen this? Oh, yeah, I have. Uh, no, we've talked about that. Yeah, I we, just saw the video of that those. town we talked about. They're like, it's up north from us. Where did they do that? I just... Tried sending it the other day. It was popped up in my memory. Mm-hmm. The video of it from like four or five years ago, where it's like a lot a LARP town. You can go there and like stay the yeah. night and stay in your I characters. Yeah, it's like a whole park. I'm not gonna lie. That it was what I was planning so... for your bachelor party if you yeah. got married. Yeah, Germans fucking love their LARP. I All can't right. say I blame y'all. Yeah. No, no. yeah. Yeah. It's very good. It's fun to buy. How do Russians feel that's, about that's, it? Nah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so close. So close on the smooth transition. Uh, but anyway, LARP groups have been increasing in number every year, and different genres being thought up. So it's more or less the groups come up with whatever idea the group of people want to do that they can LARP it. It's fun. Uh, some groups who use modern setting, this was actually very interesting to me, uh, they will use airsoft or paintball guns to play. There's a group, uh, mostly in colleges, that play a game called Assassin Killer. And they uh, they set up rules at the beginning of the year. In fact, I think several colleges have completely banned the game because they bring Nerf guns in and they'll carry them into class. And it's like, it lasts the entire year. Yeah. And you have a certain amount of people that are playing... And then, you know, once you're dead, you're out, and the last person wins the whole game. But these fuckers run across the campus chasing each other with Nerf guns and shit. That sounds and fucking amazing. Yeah, Aaron played that. Yeah, they will go into each other's classrooms, just burst in, and start firing at the other people just to try to catch them <laughs> off guard. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I'd play that. Yeah, one. you'll be given, like, a list of targets. Some of them will do that, where mm-hmm. you'll have a list of your targets. So you have multiple people coming after you, and you have multiple people to go after. Yeah. Oh, that would be fucking epic. That would be hilarious. But yeah. it, you know, a lot of them did get banned because of all that shit. I could see that because, yeah, <laughs> go on. Um, let's see where, yeah. There's several films and documentaries about LARP groups that include mazes and monsters, role models. That's kind of what got me started at it. Uh, uh, Knights yeah, right there. Hold Peter on. Dinklage. Hold on. The Wild Hunt and Knights of Badassdom. Okay. That one, the one you think is going to be are, the worst. Of these them. are in order from when they were released. Mm. The Knights of Badassdom was a. Honestly, I figured that. It, even if terrible. you don't want to watch LARP, watch Peter Dinklage get high on mushrooms and like <laughs> fucking play as a knight in medieval times. It's hilarious. Oh, it is so. This good. was what got him probably into Game of Thrones. In all honesty, no, he was already in yeah, Game of Thrones. Right. By yeah. that time, yeah. I thought it came out before. Game no, of it came out while he was filming Game of Thrones. Huh. That's actually why the movie got so much press was because it was Peter Dinklage. Everybody yeah. knew him already. Uh, but 
Uh, Darkon and Monster Camp are the two documentaries on LARP, which I want to see Darkon. I heard Darkon's really good. So basically, in a nutshell, LARP is an improv theater that generally involves combat that gives you an escape from your normal life and an awesome excuse to dress up. Yeah. Yeah. But that is the history. Uh, recorded LARP started in 1977 in Washington, D.C. That was the first ever recorded. And that group, uh, Dagger here, they're still going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're one of the biggest fucking large. I, th- I was trying to see if there was like a dagger here group near Oklahoma City. There, uh, there's one down in. Okay, thanks. Uh, what the hell is the name of that? Uh, southeast or southwest Oklahoma somewhere. There's a okay. group. Is there? I actually uh, worked with a dude. It, no, I actually worked <laughs> with a dude. Uh, most of the dagger here, they'll they'll base their armor and fighting style off of a historical. Uh, group right and the dude I worked with I don't I don't know if you know uh, uh, Antonio Gangipas he did uh, data yes okay I do know him. Yes. yes I do know him he had a He's full great. set of centurion <laughs> armor and he would go in as Roman legion yeah right of course he would. But he was trying to get me to go fight with him. It was like, I don't have the money for a full set of centurion <laughs> armor. I'm a first year apprentice. Well, a LARP group officiated our wedding. Michelle and my wedding. Yeah. It was the yeah. Knights of the Order of Avalon, I believe. They do the medieval fair here in Norman or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were, that was my whole, yeah. But. And they do the whole extremely historical accurate yeah. within a certain time frame that all their members have to kind of stay in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, oh like I the SCA? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I enjoyed ours. If you can make the character work and all that, make some believability, have fun. Fucking Clint yeah. Cyborg. Waffles. The, the, yeah, <laughs> no, just, just like that. Yeah. Made it fun. Anyway, well, who remembers the history of our lock group? Like, which what, part? The backstory of everything. The, uh, so for Gates of the Fallen, it <laughs> yeah, was... Tom's uh, like, no, I don't remember. I remember I was the voice of Samurai, and I remember I killed people. So I, I know, I from what I remember, the, the, the gates were literally basically portals to different times. Yeah, different times, the multiverse. Yeah, basically, and your character came over and... You fell through, and you either didn't want to go back or couldn't go back. Yeah. And the only real rule we had about it was you could come from the future, but guns for some reason did not work. They turned, they turned around, changed, and all that. Yeah, yeah. it was for, somehow we had it written, in, and it didn't always work because sometimes I wasn't the first one playing like a robotic character. I think Logan played one too, but we were all like, "Yeah, that'll work." And then we were like, "Oh wait, but if guns get transformed, some then how does you know what? It just does. Fuck it, it just does. It does magic, <laughs> magic. Yeah, yeah. But that was our our game was. Um, we all came from different realms and these portals kept opening up which is where we get our name the Gates of the Fallen because we were like gates to different realms and so you could pull a character from anywhere um, I was going to make a 1920s gangster at one point in time because I saw a foam bat wrapped with barbed wire and I'm like oh I could be a 1920 guys hey look here see I'm going to smack you in the head with this see I don't give a shit about your fucking sword fucking clock you with this huh <laughs> and that would have been fucking man you can buy your own podcast man <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. So that's Gates of the Fallen. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about how y'all originally got into LARP. Um, we watched the movie Role Models. Yep. And we thought it was amazing because, well, Paul Rudd is fucking amazing. And that yeah, movie was sure. great. The Minotaur. And then that got us talking about D&D again first. Yeah. And then I started research, I, you know, Googled up some shit to find out LARP groups, and I found that there was one in Edmund, and that was when uh, Valroth was still in action. Yeah. Yeah, see, I came in just after. Did you? I think. And uh, so 
I went up to Edmund to see what was going on, and I'm like, okay, this is legit. These guys are actually fighting with foam swords, and they're kind of dressed in armor sometimes because it was summer and it was hot, and so it was only a practice. Yeah. And so I grabbed John, and I was like, the next weekend, I'm like, all right, you're going to have to come with me, but you can't ask any questions where no, we're going. Yeah, no word of where we're going. The only thing I was told, wear comfortable clothes that you don't mind moving around. <laughs> oh, in. you was going to an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, hang on. So thoughts did cross my mind of that nature. So I was like, okay, who all's going? Then he's like, oh, the kids, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, so it's nothing bad. <laughs> all right, yeah, I'm in, dude. Let's go. So and we drove up to Edmund, and he was he was quiet most of the whole way. He didn't ask any questions. He was just like, like all right, whatever. Like, and we get up to the park, and he's like, wait a minute, is this LARP? I'm like, yeah, dude. As soon I as we found us a LARP group. Too, I was like, wait a minute, is this LARP? I'm like, I found us some LARP. And then, like, you could just see the excitement level rise. Like, it was a blast. Yeah, good we time with that. Great fucking times. Like, God, yeah. And we originally, we were going to join Valroth. Because mm-hmm. I was I was in talks with uh, Cody, the king of all Roth, and yeah. I was asking him like, how does one get into this? And he's like, well, you guys can join our nation and stuff. And, <coughs> but they they had they had a very strict hierarchy rule. It was yeah. like to you get had in, to apprentice to a knight. Yeah, you had to be a squire at first, and then you could possibly become a knight at one time. And it was like this whole thing. And I'm like. I don't know if I really want to do that. I'm like, I have these fucking ideas for my own fucking thing. You had to listen to the night too. Like when you were there in character, you had to oh, be yeah. their squire. Yeah. And it all was because mostly it, the guy who ran the nation, um, he ran a restaurant, a pretty affluent restaurant in Edmond. And most of the people that were on his team were also his workers. So yeah. he made it to where they were all, they all had to kind of still bow to him. And so me and John just came up with the idea of our own nation and we built that and then we sent it to Candace and, we wanted. We were like, we're gonna be an evil nation too, yeah. and that we're gonna be bad guy nation. That kind of jumped it up too because they were like, we don't have a bad guy nation yet because Balrotha was good, Grim, uh, Hollow. Grim Hollow was good. Like everyone yeah. was good nations. We're like, we'll be a bad nation. Yeah, we'll be bad guys. Yeah, we, we have no problem being bad guys. I got like yeah. ten people that'll be bad guys. Yeah, and that's we started it up, and that's how we we kind of started running with that. It was a lot of text. Okay, so what about this? Mm-hmm. How about this? Well, how do we do this? How did it get started? And before we even had our own characters written up, we had the entire history Mm -hmm. written up of the Empire of Ashitok. Full of just fucking shit that we wrote about what Ashitok has its own like beginnings and how the Empire started because we were an imperial nation. And you know, I have like a short list of secession of the emperors uh, because at one point in time, Corey was the empress of our nation. And then he got bored with the game and he decided to die off. So we wrote a character death for him and I took over as Emperor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we used that. We even started using that to try to start a war in game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were we were trying to start a war with Mikey. Yeah. Yeah. It was just... Y'all were always trying to start a war with Grim <laughs> yeah. Hollow. With any... and to be fair, yeah. Mikey was trying. Yeah. Oh, Mikey was always willing. To... That was the main reason. Mikey was willing. We could else. try to start shit with Valroth, but they never really. Yeah. They were like, yeah, okay, well, you guys can start a war. We, we're not going to do it. And it's like, Mikey was like, oh, you guys want a war? You want to fucking come over here and start a fucking war? I fucking dare you. So that that first event I went to where y'all were dressed up as giants and stuff. Oh, yeah, the giant hunt. Yeah. That was a good one. So. It was me, Carter, Mikey, and somebody else was there with us. I'm, I can't think of who it was. It wasn't Carter. Carter brought some of his friends. That's what it yeah, was. That he was trying to get them to join. Because it yeah. was the ones they, they showed up once in a while. 
It was like two or three people. Yeah. Because the one dude, when me and Clint got back in character, Corey was fully in Empress mode with being a little shit to the people, <laughs> like commanding them. And it was just playing the part up. Oh, but yeah. I was like, I want to stab the Empress. I want to stab her. She's being like, I yes. Can, I could kill her. And I'm like, you damn sure could. <laughs> like, at that point, that's where, you know, Clint says, I'll stir the pot. And I do it for the pure fun of it. And I'll, but I just I started stirring it and like smacking him as we're walking, and I'm just stirring it, laying it on thick. Dude's like about to stab her, and the other baller the baller off people were like, "Do not do not do this. Don't yeah. do it." Like yeah, they, they were, will. They were like, "Do not start anything. This you know, because in our game, in game that would have started a war. Oh, it would have been. Epic. And honestly, it would I would have found a way to fucking get Corey resurrected or some shit. I would have pulled something out of my ass. But if you, you get because that could revive oh yeah because if, if you had come back to me because I was dressed as a giant somewhere else down the field if you would come back to me and be like oh yeah by the way this happened on the trail you know the empress got assassinated by you know this group over here I'd be like oh sweet so we get to go start a war okay um, I will rally the armies we will start a war no so Mikey and I <laughs> and Carter were all talking about it. I was like because Corey was walking in front of us we were mm-hmm. like we could take out Corey right now. It would not be that hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Corey had um, a bodyguard, but yeah. he was still fairly new. And I don't think he was prepared for the fact that we were okay with assassinations. That was, yeah. that was something we were always good <laughs> that with. That was devious. Devious lay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Half demon. Uh, half demon. I think I still have him on Facebook. He like moved yeah. off of like... Yeah, he, he disappeared. It was like after him and that girl broke up, he just yeah. dropped off. Yeah. yeah. He was fun to play with, though. Yeah, no, he would he was get a good into fighter. it. Yeah. Like, once he would get there, like, the first 30 minutes, he was always tense. Then he would relax and, like, go oh, for yeah. it. Oh, yeah, he was yeah. good. Yeah, because no, we built it up. I got some of my friends and a couple people I worked with and some friends. We built our characters up and, like, worked on... We had our own backstory and then wove it together for our characters to yep. meet. And how we eventually <laughs> took over the Empire and did that... JL was on there, and he mm-hmm. was uh, he was like one of the highest paid mercenaries, and I that that Halloween event we did, um, JL shaved his head. Well, he always shaved his head, but he had sat there and he had his and then wife paint the Ashtok symbol on his head. Nice. <laughs> and so we're fighting through this like homemade maze that they had, and he's just sitting there with this fucking Ashtok symbol. <laughs> Oh man, we had so much fun. He was the best archer we had for he a did. long he time. He was yeah. the best archer. He actually did like archery, and so he would do the arrows. Like, yeah, it was great having him because we would run in. He'd be back there. Bing. Yep. Bing. He figured out he, the fucking drop rate on those goofy ass uh, arrows yeah. we had to yeah. use. Yeah. yeah, he figured that out. Each so one flew different, so you had to know him. He could accurately <laughs> though, shoot around us to give us cover fire. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. So how did Derek get in the LARP? So. I was scrolling around on YouTube, <laughs> and I'm trying to think of the YouTube channel. I can picture this chick's face, but she did LARP up in uh, the northeast part of America, and she was talking about going to this event called Bicoline, and it, it which is, it, as far as I know, still goes on, and it's like three to 400 people oh, show up, yeah. Or at least used to. I haven't looked at that one in a while, but uh, yeah, I was... Watching a bunch of her stuff, and there was like two other females that uh, 
she did stuff with, and one of them was from Canada, but she'd come down to go to Bicoline and everything. I was like, well, I wonder if there's something here. And I happened to get on some website, like, to search for it, <laughs> and freaking Gates of the Fallen popped up, and I remember I messaged Candace, and oh, yeah. yeah, I went out there, and he was like, yeah, we're practicing at this park, you're welcome to come out. I was like, do I need anything? He was like, nope, just wear something comfortable. And yeah. So you there fall on the ground. Stretch. And, yeah, yeah stretch. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember going out there, and I think like the first five or six fights, you weren't out there that first day. Yeah, Clint wasn't out there. John was out there. Mikey was out there. Like Candace I was, was out there. You, first showed up, you were out Yeah, Tom was out there when I first showed up. Who was that? Weird park, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I remember the first day getting my ass kicked about 600 times and being completely out of fucking breath. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yeah, no. Best shape of my life. Yeah. <laughs> you can actually see, I remember looking at one of my very first LARP photos back when, like, all we had for Ashy Talk stuff was the green and black cloth. Yeah. With yeah. the symbol on it in the opposite color. That was all we had. We would wear that. And I'm, like, looking at him like, damn, I was a lot bigger then. And then, like, doing LARP, even though we would do it, like, every other weekend, if we couldn't do it every weekend, we... That gave up so much physical activity. Oh, like yeah. I would gladly take it back up because oh, yeah. I didn't mind doing all that running. Then I had a fucking Let's blast. Do it. <laughs> fucking if we do could it. get enough people, I would. Katie would even be an NPC for us if we had events, like a little shopkeeper and all that. She oh yeah, to, she wouldn't play and fight. I, I, li- I like the look <laughs> on her face. Like okay, I never volunteered for this, but I guess I'm doing this now. You did. You admitted to this. Who was I then? <laughs> Still my wife, because this was a couple weeks ago when we were talking about it. Whole afternoon. <laughs> but you yeah. had no life. <laughs> <laughs> it's your life too. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why some of it's fun. <laughs> so Tom, how'd you get into LARPing? Uh, can you think back that far? Yeah, it oh, wasn't okay. that far. What, eight years ago or something? Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I guess it has been a while. Yeah, fuck now. Now I was dating the chick, a chick who was best friends that's with the wife right. of one of the members of Grim Hollow. No. That's right. No, Savannah's God, husband. Yes. What was his? Fucking oh, name? Jared. 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. He was the dwarf, Mikey's dwarf lieutenant. Or something or other. Yeah. Anvil break, right? Yeah. I can't remember yeah. his first name. It is. Alfred Anvil Breaker. Yeah. yeah. Mikey always went with the Viking shit. Yep. 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 Yeah. I wonder if yeah. Candace ever finished that leather crooked chest piece that she was working on. Oh, I don't know. No. Oh, no idea. No, because I don't think so. Because I know they gave a lot of their LARP stuff away when they moved. They did. I've yeah. got it still. Yeah. No, and I think actually what got me in is there was, um, you know, I was dating. All the members were having a barbecue or whatever with mm-hmm. Candace Mice. And oh, okay. One time. And we went over there because her friend was going to be there hanging out or whatever. And they were like, here, we do that. Everybody was all on their, on their shit still from fucking practice or whatever. And I was like, huh. Because huh. Pixie. You remember fucking yes, Pixie? Yes, I do remember Pixie. Pixie was there. And I remember talking to Pixie for a while because she, like, fucking, like, is a blacksmith. Yeah. You know? I was like, yeah, that's badass. And, yeah, they hand me some swords, and the next thing I know, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be there. <laughs> now on. <laughs> yep. I'm going to wear my kimono. Yeah. I was like, I already have all the stuff! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, know. I 
found my people. <laughs> you and your goddamn ninja star, or uh-huh. shuriken, the or whatever. Kuna- yeah, yeah, I had the kunai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got them boot knives from an event, I think, but the kunai I went and bought. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Candace tried doing that store for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she had a deal. She was a vendor for Kalamazoo, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. she got like a 10% flat rate. Like discount oh, off everything. Yeah, I still get emails for them, and I still want <laughs> their stuff. Like, I want that. Yeah, that's you know, because I I bought that katana. I never bought this like the guard the Suvas for it. <laughs> you, you could buy different ones. Like they had like thirty of them with Kalamazoo. They were fucking badass. You slip on. It. I was like, I'm gonna buy those. They're twenty five bucks. <clears throat> Gotta buy those eventually. <laughs> never did. But yeah, that's cool shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, word of warning: If you do get it in any kind of water pot, it's a money sink. It, oh, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. But if you start getting realistic, like the realistic looking foam swords you know. and little well, stuff. Well, no, no, I get that. I, I'm not saying it has to be, but yeah. name one of our fucking hobbies that isn't a money sink because we it's, get into it and we're like, being yeah. a hobby. Yeah, we're like, yeah, I'm going to take this. I didn't have to spend $200 from a fucking leather armor set from England, but I did. Yeah. Because it fucking looks amazing. Yeah, that pauldron that I bought, like, we ended up overestimating the size. We went slightly bigger. And it still fits, but yeah, it fits around my hand all the way up over my shoulder. Like, it looked fucking cool as shit. And I worked it to my costume. Yeah. I, I will say one of, one of my favorite things of LARP was anytime anybody got a new piece of gear... It was like a kid on their first day of school showing off their new outfit. They're like, oh, look what I got. Look at this. Look at this. It's yeah. this, and it goes like this, and you can yes. do this. But then everyone else this. would come running yes. to see yeah. Jack it out. That, I it like love that. show and tell in the it elementary was, school. It was great. Yeah. I love everybody when somebody got new shit. Or when you made something. Yes. yes. That was always the, cool, too. So, so one of I'm my, my star cudgel. My yeah. favorite <laughs> memories of LARP is exactly that. I bought that pool noodle. And I was like, oh, it was one of the super-sized foam star noodles. So I was like, all right, cool. PVC on it. I grabbed Galaxy-style duct tape for it. Wrapped it. It took almost two fucking rolls to wrap this thing. It was was so big. It was heavy as shit. And it it was a cudgel. And I made it a short, one-handed weapon. So on purpose. Well... When we took it out, Kale at the time was itty fucking bitty. He was, God, he was maybe six or seven at the time. And he wanted to use the cudgel that day. So he goes running. We did a a line charge. Everyone just, you picked teams, got on the teams, and charged and fought. Mm -hmm. Kale, we're like, all right, everyone get ready to go. And Kale just takes off prematurely. (laughs) And he's just, ah, holding this cudgel that's bigger than him and probably weighed as much as him across the field and Brad just like okay like gets down to fight and Kale just full on charges and bounces off of Brad's fucking shield and Brad sits there he's like oh no because Kale was the smallest kid there that day and Brad's like oh Oh, and Kale gets right back up and goes to swing at him like, so he's fine no worry yeah, you're good you're good I wasn't him on the battlefield it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, that like, cudgel would carry his ass. I remember yeah. he, oh, like, and he went, it hit the yeah. ground every time. It, no, it cracked me up. It, every kid that showed up there, that was the weapon they wanted to use. Yeah. I'm like, this weapon weighs as much as you. We know it's foam and it's safe, but good God, get, here, take one of these daggers. You can use that. Nope, this. Because yeah, that first time I brought Amelia to that deal, her deal was she ran out, I think she charged at you with two fucking long swords yeah, that she be. had to drag behind her. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, she turned her whole body to fucking yeah, swing yeah, right exactly. at the time. Uh-huh. Like, yep. 
No, that, uh, God, I loved using that cudgel for dual wielding, though, because you'd take it and just get him to block it and then just follow just behind Just carry it. it, yeah. Yeah. It's because the damn thing weighed so much, you just take their you weapon You had to out. roll it, yeah. Yeah. I did like oh. uh, that we had kids on our battlefield. Oh, yeah. 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 Because they were John always... used to hide them behind a shield. Oh, and they would, yeah. <laughs> they, like would so they were always <laughs> like chaos engines, whether they were supposed to be or not. They were chaos engines. So when we first started, everyone talked about shields. And me and Clint were like, so what's the limits on a shield? And they were like, you have to be able to carry it. And that's all they said. Yeah. So yeah. for any listeners that haven't seen me, I'm a pretty good sized guy. Mm-hmm. Well,. They told us that. So Clint took like a piece of fucking plywood (laughs) and then strapped some uh, metal handle like for a cabinet drawer to it. And we put the stuff where I could strap it to my arm and I would lunk this fucking thing. It was a tower shield. Yeah. 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 It was like the edges and fucking foam. So it was like five feet tall. And it was a fucking door. It was. It was practically (laughs) a fucking door. And John would carry that in and like Kale would hide behind the shield and John's sitting there like Barely swing it with his one hand, and they'd get in close trying to get around the shield, and Kale would just pop out. Like, Ta-da! Yeah. <laughs> and just fucking get you, man. And it, yeah, oh, it they worked. used to drive Carter nuts. Yeah. It, oh, but then people would get mad because I would run, like, sprint across the fucking field with that shield, and people were pissed. Yeah, they're like, you can't have a shield like that. I'm like, the rules state as long as he can carry it. It's not his fault. He's so big, he can carry a door and run at the same time. I mean, and I could move it like full speed. And yeah. So since we're talking about all these badass weapons that we've made and shit like that, uh, some of the requirements for mm-hmm. most LARPs. Oh yeah. So I did do research. I didn't have notes, but I did do research. Okay. Um, I found that most requirements, like unless they're being super historically accurate, you know, you don't have to have something from Kalamazoo, not a sponsor. Uh, but if you want to, for the love of God, yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like most people I found, like you were saying, using a pool noodle and a piece of like half mm-hmm. inch or three quarter PVC or, uh, bamboo, which is actually cheaper. Yeah. And a lot lighter. Oh and my a God, lot lighter. Oh God, it's not so as durable. Better. No, yeah, it's that's not. That's the only yeah, issue. But yeah, just using stuff like that and then, uh, Wrapping the pool noodle in either duct tape, like John mm-hmm. was talking about, or, or cheap, cheap cloth, or cheap cloth, yeah. making a sock over it, and then wrapping the handle in athletic tape. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you yeah. can sit there I mean, and color had, code your weapons. Like we the, only had a whole bunch of spare. We had we, we had length requirements. Yeah. Like yeah, at, from this to this is a dagger. From this to this is a, a single-handed sword. Yeah, and from like that to that is going to be a hand and a half, which means you can't carry a shield. Mm-hmm. Or something, but you can't you can't use something else in your other hand. And then, like yeah. up to six feet was a two handed weapon that you had to keep two hands on the entire time. Yeah, and then what was it, it over was six feet was spear. a spear, which you could uh, only up to get eight foot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you right could here. only get a kill with a poke. You couldn't yes. swing it. There's no slash on that one. Yeah. Weapon length, quick guide. Okay. Twelve inches to three foot eight inches was a one handed. Three foot eight to five foot was a hand and a half. That's right. Four to five feet was one-handed, no Florentine thrust only spear. You could wield a uh, shield, shield with the spear because it was thrust yeah, only. Yeah, because the eight yeah. foot you couldn't wield anything but it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, five foot to six foot six was two-handed. Six six to eight foot was the two-handed thrust only. Yeah. 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 Because you had we had it was the it was like a halberd or whatever is how we pretended. Yeah. With the one you could actually and it had to have uh, five eighths. Uh, pipe wrap around it, like the foam. Well, yeah, and yeah. the handle had to be longer than yeah. it was well because the padded section ended up being like 
four sevenths or yeah. something like that. Yeah. The, length, the whole length. But these, these were just our rules. You, like if you're in a different one, make sure you check their. They're rules. all pretty. Yeah. They're all yeah. pretty close. But it, the only problem I had with the weapons thing was I had to order the foam. Because yeah. here in Oklahoma, that uh, foam that we wrapped all our weapons with only went up to three eighths of an inch because yeah. we're not a cold fucking state. So I had to order the shit from like Michigan yeah. and Wisconsin and stuff to get it shipped down here. Pool noodle foam Pool noodle works, um, but it's it's a lot more dense, so you have to be careful of your yeah. strike strength because we did lightest touch. So the pool noodle weapons, you had to be a bit more gentle with yeah. to not bruise on people, especially if there were kids around. Yeah. But like I preferred we the, everything too. Yeah. Well see yes. that's why I preferred the PVC to bamboo was that's how JL almost had his eye taken out. Yeah. Um was yeah. a bamboo tip that it had broken inside and, and then pierced, pierced through the cap yeah. when the kid thrust <laughs> and uh it got JL in his eyelid like right under his eyebrow right above here. his okay under yeah, it. Was, yeah. yeah it was it yeah. was damn near in his eye though but yeah, it was but he, right underneath like, it. It was came bad. within like quarter inch of losing an eye out of every day that practice. kid was so yeah. scared because he was yeah. like a 17 year old kid that first time oh, out no. there his mom yeah. went to flip out on him and everyone's like no 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 like, yeah and jl i mean jl's a fairly aggressive guy um former infantry but i mean during the game he was such a teddy bear yeah and he got hit with that and he was pissed because nobody checked the weapon first because this kid just you know just he came grabbed, out there to yeah. practice and Valroth had a ton of weapons on the table, and they yeah. were like, yeah, just take whichever one you want. And he didn't know to check. Yeah. I mean, it, it was his like first a- time there. So he just grabbed something, and it accidentally pierced, and it stabbed JL under the eye. And JL was more pissed at Valroth because they didn't check their weapons before they handed them out to people. Yeah. So I want to yeah. say after that, when we checked, like a bunch of weapons yeah. tips were bad. And yeah. I think that's yeah. what led to a lot of PVC being used. Yeah, Because yeah. yeah. the worst PVC was going to do was like the one dude thrust too hard busted through the cap and he just left a knot on my chin mm-hmm. hey everyone thanks for listening to our LARP episode this is something we are actually very 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 passionate about and we're really glad to have you guys on this adventure uh, you can follow us at Facebook and Instagram at Crossbows Incarnations you can follow us on Twitter at CrossCarn or you can email us at crossbowsincarnations at gmail.com Especially if you were a member of a LARP group or ever interested in LARP, message us on any of those platforms and we'll get back to you. And uh, we'll see you next time. All right, thanks, guys. Bye.